This is Discover Your Dog, the show that demystifies your dog's behavior so you can get the very best results from your dog training. This show is brought to you by FamilyDogFusion.com. For professional advice, dog training tips, ebooks, and a video to teach your dog how to walk on a leash, go to FamilyDogFusion.com and sign up for your free membership today. Dogs, like humans, are born with two base emotions, love and fear. Most aggressive behaviors are caused from dogs' fears. Aggression is an extreme level of fear, and yet there are many other little things that your dog may fear, causing anxiety or hesitations as well. Guys, your dog has a few fears, right? Yeah, I think there's, uh, we produce the fears, but yes, we have noticed, uh, you've pointed out to us when our dog freaks out before a train comes or uh, loud noises because we know it's coming and she doesn't, that we actually bring on the anxiety in her. We would love for you to join our community of dog lovers. Log on to Facebook and search for our business page, Family Dog Fusion. There you will get updates as to what's going on with our dog-loving family and friends from all over the world. See events, our travels, or just information that you may need about the podcast, our book, or the new products we'll be releasing. That's Family Dog Fusion on Facebook. See you there. This is Discover Your Dog, the show that demystifies your dog's fears so that you may have a calm and confident dog. I am Benny Copeland, trainer to people, behaviorist to the dogs, and just like you, the listener, we are dog Dog lovers. lovers. We're getting so much better at that. Dave and Judy, thank you for joining me today. A couple weeks ago, I recounted a fear situation for Sunshine. Do you remember the situation, Judy? Oh, absolutely. We were at a... uh, bar that had a railroad track running right next to it and the train is very very loud and when the we know the train's coming I immediately start comforting sunshine as if she's going that she's afraid of it when I I essentially am bringing on that fear by giving her that attention well we're going to talk about that Um, but Dave are there uh, any other fears other than loud noises that sunshine has that you know of yeah, she has a couple interesting ones that we never realized until we were walking in one of the parks here. She's afraid of umbrellas. We've, we were walking and somebody had, one person had it closed and was kind of using it as a walking cane and she barked. And then the next person actually had it up because it started raining and she kind of went crazy. So that was a, maybe she had just never seen it before, but the umbrellas was one. And then one thing we realized is when people throw their arms in the air, kids adults anything she it sets her off and she doesn't move but she definitely barks and and signals out huh beans has shown some fear of loud noises and sudden noises as well and i think it stems mostly from this past fourth of july oz is his only fear really is to be out of food (laughs) um the main thing i work on with clients is behaviors and most of those behaviors stem from those two base emotions And whether it's happy or love emotions that can be exhibited by excitement, peeing, jumping, play biting, stuff like that, or it's fear emotions that can be displayed by hiding or shaking or sometimes even aggression. Let's reveal more on this topic right after this. 
Do you love what you hear in all of these podcasts? Does what Benny say just make sense to you? Well, if you want a more in-depth understanding of what it means when we say demystify your dog's behavior, then you need to go to amazon.com and get Benny's book, Family Dog Fusion. Yes, we named the book after the website because we wanted things to be simple to remember. And most of all, we really want to fuse your dog into your family. In these few pages, Benny has decoded dog behavior. He's found a way to make what he has learned over the past 20 years of his life make sense when it comes to communicating with your dog. Also, the great thing about this book is you can mark up the pages, highlight the important stuff, bend the heck out of the spine even if you want to. It's yours. So we suggest to do all those things and then give it away and buy a new book when that happens. Family Dog Fusion on Amazon.com. Get your copy today. One thing that you know as well as I do is that once you're in a very high fear situation, it's very difficult to think straight. Dave or Judy, what do you think your biggest fear is? Well, it was interesting. We were talking about this the other day, and it's not a fear that we've had for a long time, but it's a fear of heights. And it's almost when we're, it's kind of silly, but when we're driving over really tall bridges, all of a sudden you get a little bit panicked and, you know, Judy gets white knuckled and we have to drive in the center lane, which is tough when it's a two lane road. <laughs> But uh, yeah, the, I think that that's one of the ones that's kind of crept on us as we've aged. So think about that. Like right in the middle of that in that that situation, you can't go, Judy. <laughs> don't get in the middle of the road because <laughs> she's like, like, and and I get it. You know, I think my f- biggest fear would be getting caught in a fire. I had something happen uh, when I was a child that was very traumatic, and um, I think you know I've I've even actually dreamt about that. Um, uh, it's never really happened, but and I don't have a base fi- uh, fear of fire. It's just if I was caught in a fire, I think that that would be my biggest thing. Um, yeah, have you been over the bridge uh, in Natchez Trace, the one that goes over Highway 96? Yes, Man, we have. That's yep. really high. Anyway, I've talked about it in the past in many uh, shows that when your dog does show these irrational fears, that you really do and need to desensitize your dog to that situation. Um, since you mentioned that um, loud noises is a fear for sunshine, what do you think that you could do to help her and desensitize her to that fear? Well, it, loud noises. So a ways back, probably in California way back, when I used to watch sporting events, I would kind of get animated at the screen when my team didn't do well, which was often. And so Sunshine started to become afraid of crowd noises because she knew when she would hear the roar of the crowd that I would probably (laughs) go nutso. And so the loud noises she didn't like. Over time, once Judy started to point that out, that I was scaring the dog, I've actually started to tone it down a little bit. We turned the TV down. And now uh, we don't react as much. And sometimes it's easier with the Titans because they're not doing too well. They did well just this past weekend. They won, which is great. Um, 
But uh, we've tried to desensitize her to show that, you know what, there could be crowd noise on the TV and I'm not going to go crazy. So it's just kind of repetitive, me being calm. Yeah. And do you think that maybe the arm raising or waving could have stemmed from something like that as well? It most definitely could have because when I was animated, I'm just not animated with my voice. I'm jumping up and down. It definitely could have been. Yeah. And the biggest thing is that you don't want to flood your dog with this, um, these things that you're trying to get her used to. So like toning down or turning down the uh, TV is a big thing. Um, You could even do some things where maybe you played because, you know, you love to listen to the albums and things, maybe played some live music where you have the crowd noises and things like that in there at a lower level, not over the top. Um, Something that, um, you know, you talked about where you had to tone down your uh, reaction as well. Um, you still want to do the reactions, but again, very in a, in a low tone, uh, maybe even include her in it. Like a lot of times, um, I remember what, when I was watching football that I would get excited and I would get excited with Molly. So she would start to get excited with me instead of me just getting excited at the TV and then her res- reacting or responding to me. See, fear is an emotion. It's not a behavior. And that's one of the things that I want to really talk about uh, today as fear is an emotion. Um, there are some things that I've talked to you about, and you mentioned it, Judy, about ignoring some of the things that um, that uh, Sunshine does. And we're going to get into that a little bit. Some of the things that I want you to look for when your dog, just to, to notice if your dog is showing signs of fears. Now, these are excessive things. Uh, sometimes if you just see this once or twice, it's not really a fear uh, sign. Uh, but for the most part, if you see this happening quite a bit uh, for long periods of time, then it can be a fear issue. So raised hackles. Typically, that can be just any kind of excitement. But if the dog's hackles continue to be raised and they're showing uh, signs of maybe backing away from another dog or a person, that could be a fear thing. Uh, Looking Betty, away. what are hackles? Uh, that's in the... <laughs> that's a good question. So that little ridge on the dog's back when they get excited, the hair stands straight oh, up. Oh, the fur. Okay. That's called that's their a hackles. Hackle? Yeah, that's called their hackles. Oh, that's great. Right. Good Thank to know. you for doing that. I'll write that down. <laughs> right. Um, looking away from you. Uh, one way to avoid eye contact, things like that, is a way of a dog showing fear. Yawning, excessive yawning. Uh, if they're in a crouched or defensive type um more of a, a full body crouch rather than just the bow. The bow is typically a play where a full body crouch where both back and front legs are can be a more of a fear um, sign, body language. Uh, if they're hunched over and their tail is very tucked underneath, um, big fear sign right there. Excessive panning. Now, the whale eyes. And we talked about this earlier, Judy. This is something that I've seen from Sunshine. So when we were sitting out at the pub and a train came by, um, both you guys uh, were warning Sunshine that the train was actually about to come. And she looked up at you and had these ginormous eyeballs. Like I could see the whites all the way around. And that's the big whale eyes that um, I'll sometimes see with a dog that's showing a lot of fear. If they're flicking their tongue or overly lapping or licking, um, that could be one. Uh, if they're lifting their paw, we talked about that last week, it could be a fear sign or if their ears are even laid back. I have a question regarding the eyes because I've noticed 
even when, again, going back to the football example, watching TV, Sunshine occasionally will look up at me, and I haven't noticed that they're huge, but she looks up at me for signs of, okay, is he going to go crazy? Mm-hmm. And what I've started doing, and it hasn't, I don't think it's had any effect, but here's my question. I kind of wave at her or smile at her like, hey, I'm calm, everything's good. So with that, is there any type of a sign you could train the dog to see that, hey, I'm calm and all's good? So that's what I was talking about earlier, where like you kind of include her in it. So if you find yourself getting excited and you see her being that way, then then include her in it where, so this is where I would say you're not going to ignore the behavior, but you're going, going to show her that it is a positive thing. So um, you can kind of love on her and maybe get her up a little bit and, and kind of walk around with her, but to include her in the, the celebration or, you know, whatever it is that you're doing. Obviously, when it's something that you're upset about, your team is just, you know, gotten scored upon or something like that, um, you have to be very careful with your emotion because that's a different way, uh, different type of emotion that you're sending to her. Um, and they can sense that. They see that in your body language and in your tone. They can hear it. But um, in those in those times that you're celebrating and she's getting real big because she's not really sure what you're going to do, kind of include her in it. Come on, girl, let's go. We're dancing. This is great. They scored, you know, and maybe run around the table, stuff like that. It's things that you do normally. So, um, you, you for your dog anyway, in any situation, for them to learn to relax, you have to create trust from her. And that's really the biggest thing is when your dog looks to you in this situation, for example, that was a great question, obviously, leading into what I was going to talk about next. So, if your dog is in this fearful situation, you want them to look to you to see how they're supposed to behave. Now, so when we were talking about Sunshine exhibiting this fearful behavior, and I told you to ignore the behavior, the truth is we can't really ignore it. But what you want to do is see how she's responding. And you're not going to ignore her in the way of, okay, I'm just not going to pay attention to you. What you're going to do is help her to... Um, kind of follow through as how she's supposed to behave. Most bad behaviors that come from fear are the things that we would want to ignore. It's the behavior side of it. The fear you don't want to ignore. You don't want you want your dog to be comfortable. You want her to understand that she can trust you and that in a situation like that, maybe and I've done this with beans so many times, um, where the other night uh, lightning hit really close to us and she jumped out of the bed and she stood up at the end of the bed. And I just, and I had jumped too, because it, you know, woke me up and scared me. I just laid back on the pillow and kind of laid back and then tapped, you know, the bed beside me and she came up and she was able to relax. So I'm not ignoring the fear so much as I'm having her look to me as to how she's supposed to behave in that moment. So if I can be relaxed, she can be relaxed. Oz is really good at this. He doesn't have a fear of um, of loud noises and things like that. And I'll see Beans, you know, she, you know how hyper she is. She gets up, she runs around, she barks at everything and every noise and every motion that she sees. And Oz rarely ever reacts. Every now and then, though, there is that dog, there is that thing that Oz will react to. Yeah, he's pretty mellow. I have been around him a lot the last couple of years, and uh, he does seem like a pretty chill dog. I do have a question about Beans, though. When she's she's very consistent with her howling, when there's sirens and such, is that is that a fear reaction, or is it just, does it hurt her ears? I think it's more of a, a ear 
thing. Is, yeah, um, yeah be, I, I think that there are also sounds that we can't hear at a level with those um, uh, with the the police cars and the fire trucks and things like that. Um, and this, I, I may, I'm just saying this out of left field. I don't know if this is true or not, but from what I understood, they actually put these, um, those silent type horns or whistles on the truck so that dogs could hear them as well. Oh, interesting. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. Um, it's just something I heard sounded really interesting. So now I'm repeating it to the whole world. <laughs> so just take that as, I don't know if a it's Abeniism. Right. Abeniism. Um, so what is it that you think, Dave or, or Judy, that, um, would cause fear of other people or dogs or things like that? Judy, what do you think? Um, you know, I don't know. Uh, Sometimes Sunshine gets fearful of other people around and sometimes she just chills. There must be something that the people are giving off or some movement or some, um, mood behavior that makes her put on her, that she's on alert, uh, sometimes and other times she's chill. So I, I'm not quite sure. You know, I, and I think that that's true, right? So there's either a body language or it could be an odor or something that she's not used to smelling or seeing, um, and, uh, that could create that. Um, one of the reasons that I want to get beans out in every situation that I possibly can is that I want her to be exposed to all of that in her life so that um, she learns to be social. I feel like that with um, all of the um, all of the different things you know in life that we can expose our dogs to that you know there's still going to be those things like you said the umbrella. Um, Molly was kind of like that. She was reactive to these things that she'd never seen before. And she would back away and bark and, and, um, you know, like if I put a trash bag in the middle of the floor and she didn't know it was there, she'd come in the room and then bark at it and things like that. So those are kind of reactive things. Uh, I feel like that you guys have done an excellent job of really exposing sunshine to a lot, to really getting her um, into a lot of social situations. She has very good people and dog skills uh, when it comes to greeting and things like that. Um, and she's used to it. So those little things that's in, in really more than anything, those are the things that I was, um, I, I, I get on you about because in the, in the case of, especially as she's getting older, you might see some more fear-reactive type stuff, but she really does need to look to you as to how to behave in that. And so it's really going to be more about what are you doing in that moment? Are you, you know, trying to comfort her and get on her and make her think that, hey, this is how I should be behaving because they're giving me all this good attention? Or are you being relaxed and calm in that moment and showing her that this is how... Um, I think she looks to you guys, and, and obviously, Dave, you've even made that comment about how she looks to you um, when she's in those moments of um, undecisiveness. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, she's part of our pack, and probably like all your listeners out there with dogs, and the family is a pack, um, most dogs probably look at their owners as the leaders. That's what we hope for, and obviously, that's one of the things I would love to be teaching everyone. So in summary, today, Judy, Dave, and I talked about understanding your dog's fears. You discovered that fear is an emotion, not a behavior, and that it needs to be dealt with differently. You also learned some behaviors that result from fear 
and why dogs may have certain fears. Thank you. If you would like to contact us, we have a link on our website, familydogfusion.com. We would love to hear your opinion and we value your feedback. So again, familydogfusion.com. Or if you just want to send us a direct message, you can do that via email. It goes to familydogfusion at gmail.com. Your comments are important to us and help us with future shows. Thank you for listening to our show. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends and family. Also, go ahead and give us a five-star review because it helps others find our show. And frankly, we just love to read them. This show is produced by Eric Jayner and show notes are created by Carissa Dolan. Thank you to all of the Family Dog Fusion team and our affiliate sponsor, Healthy Paws Pet Insurance. For your free pet insurance quote, go to familydogfusion.com slash insurance. And go to familydogfusion.com and sign up for your free membership today. Be impeccable with your dog. <laughs>